Blog Talk Radio.
somebody's trying to get over an addiction and the devil's trying to step on you, make that addiction come back up in your spirit. But look all behind you this time and say, he's a keeper. He's a keeper. And don't say it too proper this time because you know that the scripture says if you keep your mind on him, he'll keep you in perfect peace. Look at somebody else. Go all behind you this time and say, he's a keeper. He's a keeper. And if you really got the witness in your spirit, you can look at somebody else and work your head and say, Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Say it to somebody with attitude, say, Yes, he is. All of the problems in the house say, Yes, he is. Yes, he is. All the tenants in the house that know that this thing is a true thing, you got it all up in your spirit, it's down in your soul, it's from the top of your head to the sole of your feet. Yes, he is. Now, everybody got your part this time. Say, Yes, he is. Say yes, he is, and keep the yes, he is going this time. Yes, he is. 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 Put up with it tonight. So I'm just gonna let you guys know now. 
folks. We're going to open up the lines here. You can call in at 646-915-8200. You can also check us out on our Facebook group page where you can send us um, comments, post articles, stories, join us in our forums, whatever you feel like um, coming in and doing, feel free to do so. Just look us up under um, UCOFW or look us up under the uh, Urban Coalition of Freelance Writers. And um, that's pretty much it. Like I said, once again, the number is 646-915-8200. Um, we're going to start off with a couple songs. You know, we're going to still get things rolling a little bit. I just want to start off with something a little inspirational tonight. The song you just heard was um, from Rodney Bryan and the Christian Community Mass Choir, um, a national uh, recording artist in the gospel music industry. That song came out back in 97, and it was like a huge hit. Like, people still listen to that song today. Um, a lot of churches still sing that song. Matter of fact, my uh, church choir did that song this Sunday, and I must say they did a wonderful job with it. So I just wanted to start off with something a little inspirational. It's been a while since I've done that, so I just wanted to um, open up the show with that, especially with what we're going to be talking about tonight. Um, we're going to pretty much stick to the Trayvon Martin case. Um, we're probably not going to be on here too long, but it just depends on how many callers we get and um, just how the show goes in general. So we're going to go to a couple of songs. Let me check the lines really quick before I go to a couple of songs and make sure we don't have anybody on here yet because this song will just start the show. Okay, we'll just go to um, a couple of songs. Um, just a couple announcements before I get started with the music. I um, just wanted to let you guys know we are still doing a couple of songs for, I mean, a couple of shows for our network, and um, those shows will be airing later on this um, summer, so be on the lookout for that. One of those shows will be called the... Um, the uh, 317 Reality Check with C. Johnson. She will be the host of that show. We're going to be talking about local local, local issues. I can't talk tonight for some reason. I'm tongue-tied. Local issues. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, things dealing with self-respect, self-pride, self-dignity. And we're going to keep it real on that show as always. And also we have another show that's going to be on our network this summer, early fall, called 3XR, where we um, discuss race, religion, and reality. And um, that the, the person that will be hosting that show is J.R. Vasquez, and he will be in later on tonight, I'm hoping, um, to get his opinion on the whole Trayvon Martin case. But um, we really have a lot of things coming up. Um, we're going to be giving you more exclusive interviews. We're going to be doing a lot of um, things that are a lot of topics that will be beneficial to um, you, the public. And like I said, join us on YouTube at youtube.com slash UCOFW. Um, just come in, check out our videos, um, subscribe. We have a lot of good um, topics that we will be discussing, a lot of um, exclusive interviews, and you can catch a lot of our excerpts of our shows on YouTube, so if you want to just um, 
see what the main highlights of the show were and go back and listen to those. You can you can go to youtube.com slash UCOFW and um, just click on those interviews. We have a lot of good interviews, um, past and present, um, that have that we've done here in the past couple of months. So, um just let us know what what do you like what what would you like to see us do in the future? Um, it's just it's all about you guys. Um, I think we got C online, so we might just jump into the conversation because I really want to get on here and get off tonight. So I think we just want to go ahead and jump to the line. C is this you? Yes, it is. All right, I see you are here with bells and whistles on tonight. I sure am. Can you hear them? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I hear them now. And it ain't, All right. Um, you going to pull a Tasha Cobb on, but they ain't going to be breaking every chain. We're going to be, never mind, I ain't going to go there because I want to break nothing else now. <laughs> you know how some people will say some ignorant mm-hmm. stuff, man. Breaking every every chain, you're going to be breaking every neck, but we ain't gonna we ain't gonna go there. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, uh, we're going to be talking to, talking about something very um, serious tonight. And I guess you know, uh, for those of you ha- that have checked out the description of the show, you pretty much know by now that we're going to be discussing the whole Trayvon Martin um, situation. We're going to be talking about the Zimmerman trial, the verdict to that. And as you guys all know, he was acquitted from all charges. And that decision caused a lot of uproar. Uh, Social media just blew up. Um, It just just caused a lot of, uh, not only did social media blew up, but a lot of cities, a lot of places, People started rising, taking to the streets. You know, it just caused a lot of unrest, and it just didn't affect the black community. Let me make that clear. Mm-hmm. Decision really uh, served people from all walks of life. You know, and we're just going to comment that tonight. Um, like I said, I'm going to let you guys know now. We're going to have a civil conversation. We're going to respect each other's opinions. And we're just going to not put up with any disrespect tonight. So I'm just letting you guys know that now. Once again, that number to call in is 646-915-8200. So so those of you who got the uh, message tonight, I know it's kind of last minute when I put out the um, announcement that we're going to be doing the show. But I would love to hear your comments, your questions um, about that, about the trial, and some of your concerns about the trial as well. Because I have a lot of questions that still need to be uh, to be addressed as well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, when you first heard the verdict of the trial, what was the first thing that went through your mind? The first thing that went to my mind was this is um, racially motivated. You know, I felt as if that there was no justice. I felt as if it wasn't even a fair trial in the first place. I felt it was one-sided. And um, and I felt as if 
the judge was extremely biased because there was so much information that was presented that wasn't even accounted for as far as the prosecution was concerned. And it was just biased. So the first thing that really did come to my mind was that it was racially motivated. So do you feel that, um, okay, do you feel that um, this trial was fair? Do you, do you feel that there were things that led up to this verdict that, that I mean, like, do you think there were things that were pre- presented or not presented in the in the trial that caused this verdict mm-hmm. to come to pass? Well, to answer the well, to to answer the first part of your question, I do believe that this trial was one hundred and fifty percent unfair. Um, I truly believe that um, that the prosecution did do what they were supposed to do. You know, there were so many people that were saying that um, they had uh, presented the wrong offense, um, and they were saying that they should that they should have gone with voluntary manslaughter. Um but but here's the reason why I feel as if that they should not have gone with voluntary manslaughter. Because voluntary manslaughter is basically purposefully being reckless with um a dangerous and a deadly weapon with the intent on hurting someone. He was not mm-hmm. reckless with it. He wasn't reckless with that gun. He was blatantly just cruel. He he intended on shooting him. You know, um on mm-hmm. on the prosecution side, you know, they were talking about how um how there was no self defense and I truly believe that it was not self defense on Zimmerman's part. It was self defense on Trayvon's part. But yet and still Zimmerman was able to get away. I believe that the prosecution done right by try, by trying it for murder because that's what it was. He murdered him. It was not manslaughter. He didn't voluntarily manslaughter him. He outright murdered him. So, yeah, so I truly believe that this child was unfair, you know, and then they're going around talking about how his friend who, who actually heard his last words, how her testimony wasn't even credible. And I truly believe that they just took the way that she talked and how she looked and the way that she presented herself, and they used that as um, a credibility factor instead of using what it was that she said. So, yeah, so absolutely, this trial was the, yes, it was unfair. Right. And what do you feel about people who sit up there and say that or may feel that well, the system works, so we just need to accept it and move on. Well, have you heard people say that? Yeah, ab- absolutely. But people will use that, you know, when you know when they are wanting somebody to get off for a wrong act that they've done. So absolutely, people will say that the system works. But if the system truly works, then he would be behind bars as we speak. You know, so so there was no justice. There was nothing for him. So the system failed. The system failed. You know, they did not use all of the statutes. They did, well, 
let me say this. There were statutes that were presented, but that state did not value those statutes. They act as if those statutes were not even relevant. What it was in their states, because every state has a constitution, it was in their state's constitution, and that trial wasn't that trial was not tried right. So it was a whole lot of failure when it comes to the justice system. Absolutely. Wow. Mhm. Oh. Let's see, and a lot of people. Say that, make comments like that when it's something that turns out in their favor. But you mm-hmm. let that turn out, or if you've let that being um, a verdict that didn't sit well with them, they'll be sitting out there. They'll be the same ones that will be out there rallying. They'll be the same ones out there protesting. They'll be the same ones out there complaining about how the system's messed up. Mm-hmm. How. The system has failed them, but but since the Absolutely. since the verdict came down in their favor, they can sit there mm-hmm. and say that the system that we have works. But if that's the right. case, if the system works, why come you you explain that to the parents of Emmett Till? Mm-hmm. You explain that to those those young girls that you know lost their lives back in you know back in the civil rights. That. You know, you remember them young girls that got killed, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in that yeah, in that church back in the civil. You, mm-hmm. you tell that to their families, right? You tell that. You know, what I'm saying, you know, you want to talk mm-hmm. about system works, but what you need to, what you fail to realize is this system was never designed for blacks and other minorities. That's right. Who had. Um, justice. It, it just was not. That's it right. was not designed for us. And see, that's what we have to realize as a people. And that's why we, as as a people, we need to start knowing who we're voting in to office. That's the, first of all. That's that's part of the problem. That's why that's you right. have these laws such as staying your your ground. Um, that's mm-hmm. how they come into play because we sit back. We don't go suppose. We don't research who we. Are voting into office, and then when stuff comes up like this, then we want to sit back and get upset. We want to protest. We want to get mad. Mm-hmm. But That's you right. allowed this to happen. That's right. You allowed this to happen because you didn't. You didn't get out here. You didn't vote. Mm-hmm. You didn't get active mm-hmm. in the political thing. You just care about who who's going to be president. When you need to be worrying mm-hmm. about who's voting into office locally. That's that's the most important mm-hmm. thing. Absolutely. You know, and it's just and it's just unfair that people don't want their voice to be heard because they are afraid. You know, you can make a difference, you can make a change with your voice. You know, and it's people like that that wanna hide behind, you know, um they wanna hide and they don't want to, you know, say the things that can benefit them. They just wanna just keep their mouth shut, but they sort of realize that they are hurting themselves because everybody has a voice, but when you refuse to use it, that means that you're doing nothing but keeping yourself in bondage. And it's just absolutely absurd. You know, it 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 is just terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I have found an article that I want to read really quick. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess this is about the whole entire issue of whether the Obama administration will be filing federal charges against George Zimmerman. Mm-hmm. And this article comes from The Guardian, and it was written by, um, let me see, Richard Liscom, and um, he is a writer for um, this publication. And mm-hmm. this article came out on Monday, July 16th. That was yesterday, pretty much. Uh, and the article is entitled, U.S. Under Pressure to Bring Federal Charges Against George Zimmerman. Eric Holder says he shares concerns about Trayvon Martin's tragic death and promises um, to renew the federal investigation. <clears throat> the Obama administration was facing intense pressure on Monday to bring a federal prosecution against George Zimmerman. I'm sorry, I'm so tongue-tied tonight. Acquitted of murdering the unarmed black teenager, Trayvon Martin, as activists called for a day of action to protest against the burden. Eric Coder, the U.S. Attorney General, said on Monday that he shared concerns about Martin's tragic and unnecessary death and promised that the Department of Justice would renew the federal investigation that it launched last year. Civil rights leader, the Reverend Al Sharpton, says vigils would be held in at least 100 cities across the U.S. The next, the U.S. next Saturday. Zimmerman, um, meanwhile, could be back in court within a year if Martin's parents followed through with their intention to file a civil suit against him. Benjamin Crump, a lawyer for, Martin, for the Martin family, said that he would discuss the proposed lawsuit with them in the coming days as they continue to come to terms with Saturday's decision by the jury to acquit Zimmerman of murdering their 17-year-old son. The jurors accepted Zimmerman's contention that he acted in self-defense. But we're going to get on that in a little bit. Speaking of Washington, Holder said... Uh, Speaking of Washington, Holder said that the Department of Justice would look carefully at the case. Quote, the Justice Department shares your concern. I share your concern. And as we first acknowledged last spring, we have opened an investigation into the matter. Holder told an audience of members in the Delta Sigma state of sorority. We resolved as you are to come combat violence involving or directed at young people to prevent future tragedies and to deal with the underlying attitudes, mistaken beliefs, and stereotypes that serve as a basis for these two common of incidents. And we will never stop working to ensure that in every case, every circumstance, in every community, justice must be done. The acquittal has placed Holder, the first black attorney general, and Obama, the first black president, in a difficult position. Civil rights campaigners are clamoring for a federal trial in wake of the weekend acquittal, but the not guilty verdict has undermined the chances of any federal prosecution. 
Zimmerman is to face new charges under federal law, they would almost certainly be under the Hate Crimes Prevention Act, which was enacted by Obama administration in 2009. Federal prosecutors would need to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that Zimmerman, who is of white and Hispanic origin, willfully inflicted bodily injury because Martin was black. If not found guilty, he could face if found guilty, he could face life imprisonment. Although Holder is likely to review the case as a high-profile case, the investigation will be led by Assistant Attorney General for Civil Rights, Thomas Perez. Former Justice Department officials expressed doubt about the success of the federal prosecution on Monday. Virtually motivated cases are very difficult because you need to establish the state of mind of the perpetrator at the time he committed the crime, said William Yemens, who was acting as the assistant attorney general in 2001. It will require showing that George, George, I cannot talk, George Zimmerman was motivated by race in this instance. Holder is likely to address the issue in more detail when he gives a speech about gun crime and race in Florida on Tuesday, less than 40 miles from where Martin was shot dead. Holder is speaking at an event organized by the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, which has expressed outrage at the acquittal of Zimmerman. Um, Martin's family were considering their options in the light of Saturday's verdict. Under Florida statute of limitations, a civil suit for wrongful death must be filed before the second anniversary of Martin's death on on the 26th of February next year. It carries much lower, lower burden of proof than a criminal charge, but faces the significant hurdle of the state stand your ground law that allows for the use of deadly force for persons fears for their life. Jasmine Rand. Another attorney representing Martin's parents, Sabrina Fulton and Tracy Martin, told the Guardian on Monday that they had not yet made a final decision. Quote, I believe they will pursue it, but it's up to them. There are much larger issues at hand, such as making sure this doesn't happen again, she said. They are heartbroken by the verdict at the same time, inspired by all the love and support they have received. Uh, from within the nation and worldwide, our President Obama's inspiring words yesterday. Obama issued a statement calling the Americans to respect the call for calm reflection from two parents who lost their young son, and urging citizens to to widen the circle of compassion and understanding in their own communities. Um. In April, Martin's parents settled a $1 million wrongful death claim against the Homeowners Association in the retreat at Twin Lakes Development for the undisclosed sum. As part of the settlement, the association did not admit any liability, and both sides agreed not to discuss it publicly. Al Sharpton on Monday that, Monday, that vigils stated that um, vigils will be held in at least 100 cities across the U.S. on Saturday. It is not over. If we're going to make sure the families face to face 
Trick Penley to face court at Florida State Attorney's Office pursues a charge of perjury against her. The case was postponed for the duration of the husband's criminal trial and will now be reactivated. Prosecutors claim that she lied to the court at, at her husband's bail hearing last summer when she said the couple was virtually penniless despite having collected $150,000 in public donations from this, this website. Now, let me get on that real quick because I'm done with this article. They sit up here talking about they ain't got no money, but when we look at the fool, he done gained so much weight that I did not even recognize him when mm-hmm. trial first started. And from what I heard, they didn't receive all this money and millions from uh, white supremacist groups and everybody else. They they they've received mm-hmm. all kind of money. Mm-hmm. And I hope they do go back and um I hope they do um file perjury charges against them for lying in court. That is that is serious. Mm-hmm. So what do you think after hearing that hearing that article? Well, I'll say this. This case is just, you know, and it's reached all the way up to the White House. Now, I think that it's a good thing that the president is getting involved because, you know, you have a lot of people that will assume, oh, because he's African-American, that that's the only reason why, you know, he's doing something about it. No, it's not just because he's African-American. He knows that there was an injustice here. He knows that it was not a fair trial here. You know, and any time you have the president wanting to implement a civil rights act um, to actually carry out an additional case means that, you know, there is proof out there that there was an injustice. Um, mm-hmm. You know, He's and it's just so terrible. He's not going to put his foot out on the limb like that. He's not going to put his foot out on the limb. Absolutely not. Mhm. Mhm. You and you're you're so right about that. You know he is not going to do that, but he's going to do what's right though, and he knows that this injustice was wrong, so he's trying to right that. You know, he's trying to rectify this whole problem here. You know, and even when he got up there and he joined in and said, "If I had a son, he would look like Trayvon." Okay. And I understood what he was trying to say. He was just basically saying that Trayvon Martin was an ordinary teen that really was not causing any problems. He was going on about his business, and that's really what he was trying to say. But, you know, you have a lot of people out there that will uh, take that uh, comment out of context and say all this crazy gibberish stuff. But I think that the president is making the right move. He's making the right call. And I truly believe this civil act or this uh, civil case that is about to happen will be for the good and there will be some benefit that does come out of it. And I'm hoping so, too. Mm -hmm. I really think the whole um, situation and things around law needs to be looked at as well. Because now what I think a lot of people are going to do is 
Oh, you know, I already seen some ignorant comments on Facebook talking about, yeah, I just if I want to go down and commit murder and get away with it, I can just go down to Florida and commit hmm. murder, and all I have to do is claim staying your ground. Hmm. And people hmm. are joking. Some people are joking about that, but some people might hmm. literally feel that they can do that. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely, and I'm glad that you brought that up, too, because there was a show on, I I believe it was Dateline, and it was um, over the weekend, and it was was almost the same type of situation, but this man, um, he was actually next door neighbors to these people that was over there partying on the weekend. Now, mind you, they were not, like their homes were not connected, but they were separated by some trees. But apparently the music was so loud to where uh, the uh, man was actually bothered by that. So he grabbed his gun and he went over there and um, he told them that they needed to quiet down or that he was going to call the police. And so the people just told him, well, okay, we'll go ahead and you call the police. And so then the man pulled out a gun and said, well, if I shoot this gun, will you stop it? So therefore, we won't have to get the cops involved. And so then the people were like, okay, you know what, you are really trying to cause problems for no reason. We're over here minding our own business. So one of the men um, had actually kind of stepped towards him and told him, look, you need to just go on about your business because there's going to be a problem here. And he and the man that had the gun pulled his gun out and shot him. He shot Ooh. him and he killed yes, he shot him and he killed him flat out oh. and mm. in cold blood and there were people that were around and this man is in jail. And the same and the same comment that you made, you know, how people can claim that to actually get off he used that same thing and I'm gonna tell you what happened. When they interviewed him in jail um, they had actually interviewed another one of his cellmates, and the cellmate said that he told him the same thing. He said that he knew that he was wrong, but he felt as if that he would be able to get off if he used exactly what you just said. If he used that statement or that claim, he knew that he would get off because they were because they were able to use that, and they were in Florida as well. So you're right. They used that to get off, and they know that they've done wrong. They know that they've done wrong, but they use that to get off. And that is the reason why there was an injustice here, because they did not research all this stuff clearly. Because I truly believe that George Zimmerman used that same thing. He used that same claim as well. And I believe that that's the only reason why he got off. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just really... Just in general, I'm just looking at the justice system in Florida, and it just seems mm-hmm. like it is so flawed. I mean, there's just all mm-hmm. kind of cases. Like you know, I, I follow, you know, you know, since I do the, you know, the the blog thing, and you know, and I follow a lot of news stories and a lot of um, things that, mm-hmm. that are. I see a lot of these cases come out of Florida, and like we mm-hmm. go back the last major profile case that came out of Florida dealing with Casey mm-hmm. Anthony to where she mm-hmm. pretty got off um, 
for murder of her child. And, you know, and right. like they said, they don't, people don't really know if she actually murdered her child herself. But the thing about it is, you knew your child was missing for days, mm-hmm. and you did nothing about it. You did not contact right. the authorities. You did not talk to your family about it. You were out partying like nothing was even wrong. Mm-hmm. And to yep. me, she was not held accountable for that. You know, and I, and I just That's think right. that a lot, I think the justice system down in Florida is flawed. I think it's mm-hmm. just, it's sickening all these crazy stories that come out of Florida. And, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of forces, I mean, a lot of these cases get tried in Florida and the people that are in these cases get off. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, absolutely, a lot of people want to say, oh, it's not about race, it's not about race. It is about race. Who, and and right. to me, when people talk about when it's not about race, you begin to minimalize the issue of racism in this country. And true enough, it's about, you know, if you got a, seven, if you got a child, you, you can relate to someone like mm-hmm. your child going out and they, and then they get shot in cold blood over nothing. That's the big mm-hmm. part of the not forget about the issue of racism. Because a lot of people mm-hmm. want to, like a lot of these ignorant a lot of these, okay, I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to keep it civil. Mm-hmm. But you have a lot of ignorant people, and I've seen this on Facebook a lot. Talking about people need to quit playing the race card. <laughs> people need to well. get over it. The system works. Well, my thing, let me tell you something. You need to shut your ignorant mouth up because let me tell you, if you have never walked a mile in someone else's shoes, you have no right to even make a comment. And until you mm-hmm. have experienced being born, especially a black male, and not mm-hmm. just black, but just being born a black male in this system where you already have mm-hmm. a mark against you, and no matter how hard mm-hmm. you work to to get over that hurdle, people going to still judge you and still think that mm-hmm. you are less than a life of a dog, then you mm-hmm. have no right to judge. But, see, these are the same right. people that want to that wanna cry reverse discrimination. They want to mm-hmm. play that card, but, but, see, minorities can't play the race card. And for mm-hmm. you to sit there and explain that there's no racism in 2012, you know what, you are, I don't have any big conversation for you, you're ignorant. You're ill-informed, mm-hmm. and I don't have anything. We don't have any conversation. You're intellectually, you're naive. You're just flat-out stupid. Mm-hmm. And see, and you know what? And let me say this, too, that and I think that it is um, ignorant for people to assume that racism died. Racism and prejudice is still here. It was just covered just a little bit because there were certain laws that were implemented because of the Civil Rights Act, but it never died. It's still here. You know, any time you have man to call a young black man a nigger, and I said it. Yes, I did. Anytime you have a, and excuse me, not a white man, but anything other than black man 
call a young black male a nigger, that is racism. That is racism flat out. So, and I'm just like cynical on that one. You know, people, you know, I don't understand why people want to sit up here and, you know, say don't pull the race card. Well, here's the thing right here. If somebody called whoever that was that made that statement, and I'm assuming that he was a Caucasian male, if somebody called, you know, him a dumb cracker or dumb Quaker, oh, but then then you would pull the race card too, but because, you know, um, or a peckerwood, woodpecker, whatever they call you, you know, then you would want to flip the script, and then you would want to say that we, black people, are pulling the race card. Oh, but because it slipped the other way, you're trying to say, oh, well, don't worry about it. That one on race card, no, you're sadly mistaken. That's being a hypocrite. That's being a hypocrite because they cannot sit up here and say that they would not say that that was racially motivated if a black person called them back. Okay. Well, see, we got we got we have a caller online. Um, we're gonna okay. go to the line real quick and see what they have to say, or if they're mm-hmm. just listening. Um, caller eight oh eight eight four zero. Excuse me. Um, do you have a question or a comment, or are you just listening? First of all, we want to thank you for listening to the Urban Wire. Um, we just want you to go ahead with your comment, or are you just listening at the time? No, I'm. I, I was listening and. Um... Uh, th- first of all, thank you for having me on your show. Thank you. Uh, but um, I-, I think this case is. Um, I-, I know the brother. He ha- he has some very strong uh, opposition for people who may not um, view things every everything through a racial lens. I guess you could say. Um, I would not say I'll say that racism is alive. It is. It's it's always going to be here, and that's the that's the problem. I don't think there's any way to really legislate anybody's behavior. You're going to always have. Right. It's always going to be here. Always going to right. be here. And I think, with that being said, we just got to deal with things um, accordingly. Uh, as far right. as the whole Zimmerman verdict, um, I'm going to say that I believe the verdict was just based off the the evidence that we have. Now, a lot of people misconstrue what I'm saying. Oh, man, you, you support the death of Trayvon Martin. I don't condone the death. I wish it never happened. My, you know, my heart goes out to that family. To lose a child is, I would imagine, is rough, um, something that you don't need to experience, but... You'll never know, but you know that it is rough to lose a child, you know. But um, I think with black us as black people, what we fail at, because we talk about, man, Florida's laws is jacked, you know, and all this. I think we just, we need to study the law more. We need to be more in tune in what, what's going on, because sometimes, and I'm not saying all black folks, but we need to get involved in that. Whereas mm-hmm. white people, they you know they they maneuver and they they get laws to to accommodate them, whereas we we don't do that. I don't see that we do that collectively, 
and which right. is why I believe we we have this overall sentiment about laws being unjust. And when you look at stand your ground, it, it's really a European concept. See, us anybody looks at a death, somebody should pay restitution for that. Like it don't matter who or how the person got killed. Some somebody needs to answer for that. But if you look at European law, it's rightful killings. You know, it's ju- justified killings. You know, and I think a lot of this uh, c- colonial law, which you, you look at history, that's where all is traced from. You, you deal with property. You deal with all types of things to where if you infringe upon my, you know, my space or my property or you know, my individual space, I have the right to take your life, in which, you know, I, I think this is where all this stems from. And to us, that's kind of foreign. You know, that that's it, it may just be a theory I have, but that that's kind of what I'm seeing, you know, that's... Um, and, and, and you bring up a good point because I was, you know, before you, I think before I um, seen your number pop up, I made a point earlier about, um, I think... You know, like you were saying, how we need to get more involved with uh, legislation in general. Like, I think you were alluding to that. I was saying how I think a lot of times I think we as a people, and I know especially especially within the African-American community, I know a lot of us when we go to the polls, we really don't, the, the main office that we've been really, like, Concerned about is the national office about you know President Obama and like you know mm-hmm. the main elections, but really we need to kind of pay attention more to the local office. Exactly, a lot of people, we get caught up in that trap where we want to vote straight party. We don't know mm-hmm. who we're voting in for office. We don't even know half the time the people who are on the ticket, and, mm-hmm. and then you wonder why how these laws get into you know how how they are being placed. You know, as the law of the land, and I think a lot of times we don't, like you said, it's 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 based on a lot of ignorance. We don't get involved. We don't know who we're who we're electing or who we're who, who we're just giving that seat away to by not even getting involved. And, and that's what I was saying, like when you were talking about the whole senior ground law. I made a point earlier. I said the reason why laws like this get placed on the books is because we don't get we don't know. Pretty much, we don't know the people that are representing us. You know what I'm saying? And right. and they get up there and they can they can do whatever they want because pretty much we voted them in, or not even voted them in. Right. Sometimes we allow them to get voted in. Um, brother, um, I went to the whole. I really enjoy your conversation. We got another person that's um, going to join the conversation, but you okay. made some really good point, and I really want to appreciate you for calling in and just mm-hmm. shedding the light. Giving your opinion that means a lot. We we always um, enjoy you know different varying opinions, and um, we just right. want to thank you for um, for coming on the show. I want you to um, hold with us because we're gonna come back to you because I know you got a lot of good information to give us. Okay, um, no problem. Okay, um, caller three one seven eight two eight. This is Jr. Oh, heck, I, I'm just sitting here, man, on my way to work right now. I 
got a bit of a headache. It's no big deal. I cracked my head open last night. That works, so. Man. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. True. Like I said, I guess you said you just got to get paid somehow, huh? That's right. You know, just a little bit of blood, no stitches. Well, the reason there were no stitches is because uh, they, the, the dang, uh, um, uh, Hey, immediate care center was like, well, we, we can't we can't follow this with your insurance fee that it happened to work. I said, follow whatever the hell you want, you know, but, oh, well, that's another story for another day. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure you saw the description of the show tonight, so you know what we're talking about. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. So, um, when you first heard the word of what? What was the first thing that came to mind? I thought, I, I, I felt outraged by it. Um, you know, I, I, I although it was a no-brainer no to me, uh, if you remember when we were first discussing the case, I said, do not be surprised if uh, the prosecution tries to get a lesser plea such as a manslaughter. And don't be surprised if he gets off. After all, we are talking about Florida. Yeah. And I mentioned that, too. Like, this is the same state that acquitted Casey Anthony. This is the same case where we see a lot of these controversial stories come out. Uh, so, yeah. you know, Florida's always been a state where we see some crazy things, some crazy laws come about, a lot of uh, just just awkward things come out of that state. So, but you know, like I said, uh, we have to get involved. We said this before several times on the show where people know who they're voting to offer. You got a lot of background noise going on right now. That you, um, JR? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you know, you know, it, it, I mean, in my in my opinion, you know, like I said, I was outraged by it. I I felt that he, at the very least, should have faced manslaughter charges. Um, you know, it, it, and and granted, you know, I, I mean, I, I was one of the first to admit that uh, I, I was going to refuse to follow the case because. No matter what news outlet you end up following, they're going to twist it in their own little way, you know? Uh, Because when it comes right down to it, ratings is what talks, you know? So they're going to feed to whatever their, uh, you know, central viewing party is, you know? They're going to give them what they want to hear. But... You know, I, I, I thought this guy, uh, Zimmerman, got away with murder. You know, I, I, I felt really bad for the family of Trayvon Martin. You know, it, it, uh, it, it is exactly what it is, you know, and that's, it, it, it's an absolute outrage. Um, let me ask you, you know, this. Let me ask you this, Jr. What do you yeah, think about people... Um, what do you say about people that um, make this claim, well, you guys pretty much, well, people need to basically get over it because 
the system works. The system that we have in place works. How do you how do you feel about that statement? Well, you know what? Um I do believe the system works, but in this case, I heard an interview today with one of the jurors on the case, and she said initially that there were five people that were originally, felt, you know, felt he was guilty, you know? And uh, as the case went on and once the charges were explained to the letter, that's where they they changed their, uh, uh, you know, verdict, you know? Mm. Um, I do believe the system works, but sometimes, like with anything else in life, certain things fall through the cracks. You see what I'm saying? Uh and, and you know it, uh, it. The people, although it's a very tragic loss of life, and it's an unnecessary loss of life. The people need to make sure that they don't let the emotion of the outcome of this case, you know, uh, direct the direct direct their. Uh, outrage towards it. You see what I'm saying? Because since the verdict of the case, there there has been, especially in in the South right now, there has been a lot of violence, you know, uh, where, you know, it, it may be directed towards the outcome of the case or it may not. But the thing is, those uh, criminals that are out there doing these things now are claiming that this is an, you know, this is because this is for Trayvon or this or that, you know. And yes, that, I, I that's no excuse. We have time. There, there's been riots that have taken place in California. I know they've been protesting even up in um, New York. Um, and like you said, there's been several places where people have. Have um, committed in the name of Trayvon. To me, we just don't need that, right? Because right now, that really much. This, this is a young man's name of his blood and for who who these Exactly right, you know, and it, 
you know, people need to be very careful because, like I've always said, and I've said this since day one on your show, there's a way to do things and there's a way not to do things, you know? And to give ammunition to those that are wanting to persecute minorities is definitely not the way to do things, you know? Uh, like, like, I hope you don't mind, man, but, I, you know, I got a story here that I posted on uh, my Facebook. I don't know if you had mm-hmm. a chance to take a look at it, but, mm-hmm. it, you know, this is a story that was kind of overshadowed by the the whole Trayvon Martin thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it, it happened in Georgia about the 30 days after Trayvon Martin's murder. Mm-hmm. And... Anyways, it's titled uh, Marine Beaten to Death by Four Black Men, you know? And what what it is was was, uh, this guy, this Marine, was uh, at a friend's party, you know? And uh, and something ended up happening outside. I'll I'll just read from the story, okay? Anyways, uh, this isn't recent. It happened on March 25th, 2012. Uh, why the story? Uh, why, the, why is this story relevant today? Is because it happened less than a month after Zimmerman Trayvon Martin. Uh, anyways, uh, here, here it goes. Here it goes. Police arrested four suspects in connection to a beating of a of the beating to death of a former U.S. Marine who was found unconscious outside of a party in Cobb County, Georgia, in a Cobb County, Georgia apartment complex. Uh, According to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, Arthur Batchelor, 37, Terrell Secret, 36, Jason Hill, 35, were taken into custody Tuesday after killing 34-year-old Zach Gamble. Another suspect, 38-year-old Sean Hill of Atlanta, was arrested on Monday. Um, anyways, Paul was accused of violating his probation stemming from a DUI conviction in 2009, according to Marietta Daily Journal. All suspects have been charged of felony murder and aggravated assault and aggravated battery. They are held without bail in Cobb County Adult Detention Center, police say. On Tuesday, the victim's mother, Tina Robbins, told the Marietta Daily Journal that she was elated that arrests had been made on her son's killing. Uh, uh, Gamble, uh, which was the victim of Ackworth, Georgia, was attending a friend's birthday party in the Concord Chase Apartments near Smyrna on March 25th when he got into an altercation with a group of men in the parking lot, according to investigators. Uh, Police would not explain what happened next, only that they received a call from a taxi driver at 6 a.m. who reported having a struck gamble. Uh, When officers arrived on the scene, the 34-year-old man was discovered unconscious on the ground, police, however, believe that Gamble's fatal injuries did not stem from being hit by the vehicle. Uh, Gamble was taken 
to Wellstar Kennestone uh, Hospital in Marietta, where he was removed off life support on April 8th without regaining consciousness. While Gamble's autopsy results have not been made public, the victim, the victim's relatives have said Gamble died from severe head trauma. Uh, he is survived by a seven-year-old son. And yeah. You know, it, the the sad thing about such a thing is the guy had just gotten back from Afghanistan, you know, mm-hmm. only for this tragedy to happen. And, you know, there, there was zero, absolutely zero media outrage over this, you know, with well, the exception of a local paper that reported it. I'm, I don't mean to cut you off, but... Sure. This is my thing. What was the situation that happened? What caused it? Because that was a big chunk of the, the story that was missing out of the article. Yeah. What, what, what was saying? Because so, so far that's the only article I've been able to find on it, you know? And, and uh, so you, you know, the investigation still underway. And then I have all the pieces of the puzzle. Because, I, I mean, okay, he may have been a military person, and, you know, I respect him for that. But who's to say that he didn't pop off and say something to them? Because, see, you, you can't sit there and run your mouth. And, and ain't no telling what he – I'm not saying – I don't know what happened. I'm just saying hypothetically. Yeah, none of us – none of us You know, you don't know what he said no. to them for them to pop off and jump him. So you can't make it seem like they're the aggressors and he was innocent. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. And it's just like I said with the whole Trayvon Martin thing. There are two sides with the story, and we're only getting one. Yeah. Well, actually, there was more given to that story. This story doesn't have any pieces of the puzzle at all. All we know is you saw four black guys jump a white guy, so automatically they were the perpetrators. They, they, they. You know what I'm saying? You don't know well, anything about that story. So you you can't you can't really compare that to the Trayvon Martin case. You can't do that. No, no. My only comparison, not my only comparison with the whole thing is that nothing has been said on it. You know. And see, and that and that and that, and that kind of even proves my case more. We live in a we live in a society where black men are always demonized in the press. We we live in a society where you you don't have to have any facts. You don't have to have anything brought to the table. As long as you know there's some black men involved, they're automatically proven guilty. You know what I'm saying? They, they're you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just just throw them in jail. Just throw them under the cell. You see what I'm saying? And I'm not saying maybe they were yeah, yeah. at fault. Who knows? But. If we are not given the whole, or given something, you know, we can't really pass judgment. And like with the whole Trayvon Martin case, you know, there was enough information given on both sides. You know what sure. I'm saying? And, and, and sure. I, that's why we have to be careful not just to take anything from the media and just run with it. And, and, like and you I know, that, that's what I, 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 you know, I'm going to be following this thing, you know, to uh, I just, see, I just think see if anything new turn about to happen. 
I just think it's I just think people some people are so quick just to demonize black men. I sure. mean I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. Not not just black men, but any minority in general. Well, you know what? You I know? can only speak I can only speak for myself and speak for my community because I live it every day. Absolutely. I I know what it is. And nobody's gonna tell me nobody's gonna tell me I don't know my own experience. Absolutely. Making ignorant comments on Facebook talking about well this is the system and this is the way it's designed and people need to get over. I said until you walk in someone else's shoes or until you have experience with somebody else's experience, don't sit here and tell me that people wanna always play the race card. Or people always want to do yeah. this and do that. I said, if you if you've been privileged, you want to say you you you're offended by me using the race card. Well, I'm I'm offended by your privilege, your your natural, um, God given. Well, in this country, God given privilege that you were born into. Don't yeah. tell me that racism doesn't exist. Don't tell me that discrimination doesn't oh, exist it, when you have to live. And you know, you know me, man. I, I I'm the first to call it. Racism's alive and well, my friend. Alive and well. And the stupidity that has came out of people since the verdict. I heard. I I was on a site on Facebook, and uh, you know that that was. Showing both sides of the outrage. I can't remember off the top of my head what what the name of the site was though. And I mean, I, I'm sitting there reading some of these comments, and I'm just like, Jesus Christ! You know, they, they that the, the you know we we we're going backwards instead of forwards. You know. I got there's this one like guy out there that talks about how they need to bring back the clan to for and all this and, that. and there, if people think like that. But you, you know, know what? I don't, I, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for situations like this, and I'm not saying I'm thankful for what happened, but I'm glad it, it causes you to see how people really think. And, and I and I know yeah. I know how you are. I know how to deal with you. I, I got a game plan for you in the future. I, I know I, I know I know what you are now. And I'm gonna deal with you accordingly. Yeah. I'm gonna have to use I'm gonna have to use gloves in the future to deal with you because you trash and you grind and you dirty. So I know how to handle you in the future. Yeah. You know, and and, and it, I mean, people are really showing their true colors here. You know, and they, they you know, it it, it blows. It, it really. Blows my mind. Blows my mind. Like, you know, like, not because not, not I'm in shock, okay? Because, you, like I said, you know what my backstory's been, you know? Mm-hmm. Not because I'm in shock, but because by, by no means is any of this shocking me. Oh, it don't shock me. But, but, but more along the lines of, you know, it, that it. You know they're calling, they're calling for this now. When you know, what if it? What if he would have been found guilty? Well, I mean seriously, what if he would have been found guilty? Would, would, would we have seen an even bigger outrage amongst you know the white community here? It, it, it is ridiculous to see this. You know, 
It it is absolutely ridiculous to see it. But you know, you can educate stupidity, but you can't do anything with ignorance, my friend. Shouldn't that be the other it's way around? Like What's that? Shouldn't that be the other way around? You can't do anything with stupidity. Uh, ignorance is hereditary. Stupidity, no, you can always educate. Ignorance is you don't know because you haven't been educated. Stupidity, if you're stupid, you're stupid. You can't fix stupid. Ignorance is because you just don't know and you have not been educated. Ignorance is you just don't simply know something. Stupidity is having knowledge and not doing anything with it. And those are people you can yeah, help. Right. No, I see where you're coming from. I always thought ignorance was knowing better. Yeah. What'd you say? I always thought ignorance was knowing but refu you know, refusing to know the other way around. You know? Okay, okay. You know, so I so you I'm my the ignorant one here. <laughs> I'm the ignorant one here, all right. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I don't know, I just think, I think it goes beyond worse. I think a lot of times, too, I, I think Florida is just, I think this whole thing of ground law needs to be looked at. Because now, what, yeah. what I'm afraid now, that you're going to have people thinking that they can get away with cold-blooded murder, and they're yep. able to sell out the thing of ground law. I, I'm, and you think I'm just joking by saying that? I've seen, I mean, I've seen, seen people on Facebook joking about it, talking about, well, I know what state I can go to if I want to um, just uh, get away with murder or if I just want to kill murder, somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've seen the very same thing. You know, and, and it's like I put, one, one of the things that I said on all that was, you know, it, it's like this. It, you know, it, my opinion on the whole case might have been different, okay? If, per se, Trayvon Martin was trying to break into Zimmerman's house or, you know, was holding him at gunpoint or something along them lines, maybe my opinion would have been different. I I, I, just, I, I believe in the right to bear arms on the same token. There's a responsible way to do it. And any needless loss of life... Key word in that being needless, you know, is ne- not, you know, it's n- never acceptable, ever. So I'm sorry, like my thing is, if you but, don't but, look but at it from any other point of view. Yeah, but my thing is, look at it, and if you got a child, look at it from that point of view. I have, I have. That that's where my whole and stand that, that's was. My thing. That's you where know, my old man was. business, walking home, and that man was, what they said, was it about, he was like 100, 200 yards away from that boy, and he ran yep. up on that boy. And, you know, it's and, a, and, a, and, a, and, and, and dispatch told him to leave that boy alone. He has not broken any laws. Yep. And what do you do? You keep pursuing. <laughs> That's right. You and know, that, and, and mm-hmm. I, I've, got, I've gotten into arguments. On Facebook, you can read them. Right? If you take a look at the post right after the 
right after the uh, verdict came out, you can read exactly what I wrote, you know, and it, with, with long-standing friends of mine, you know. They, they're, they're, they agree with the verdict, I disagree, you know, but I told them, I said, I'm looking at this from a father's point of view. I said, I, I told one of them, I said, look, you, if you end up coming up on me with a gun in hand and you ain't a uniformed officer, you better damn well believe I'm going to come at you if I if I got a feeling that this is my last stand, you know? I'm going to come at you with everything I got. You know, dirts, rocks, whatever, you know? I'm coming at you. And, you know, I, I hey, I, I think, and I'm I think I think that he did everything that parents can teach their kids how to defend themselves. He yeah. did everything he was supposed to do as far as I'm concerned. You asked him, hey, why I'm are right you following me? Why, why are you messing with me? He got everybody I am right there with you. So if he got his ass whooped, that's so, so big. Yeah. And see, I, if you ask me, if you ask me, hey, my, man, my opinion, I think that's really why the trigger was pulled. Because he just got served by a 17-year-old kid. You know? Exactly. And I think that's, 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 that's what happened. And, to, and you know what? You said people talking that stuff. Let that happen to their child. Oh, I agree with the verdict. I said, no, the fact is, and I'm going to bring it back to this, because I'm just going to keep it real. You have a lot of ignorant, ill-informed, and, I, and I'm not trying to go here, but I'm going to go here. You have a lot of white people that have a low opinion of black people. I'm just going to say it, because you know, I'm just going to say what's on my mind, and if you don't like it, you don't like it. You have a lot of Absolutely. them that have a lot And, and it's my thing. We live in a society that they they value the life of animals over the life of blacks. Mm-hmm. Anytime you can give a man time in prison for dogs, animals have more rights than the life of a black male, then it doesn't surprise me to make sure that they're starting to justify. But let's just point this. Let's just point this. Out, right? Got out. And thanks for walking around here talking about, uh, like I said earlier, you want to talk about people playing the race card. But I guarantee you, you're the same ones that will be quick to play the first race card. Thank you. Yeah, it. If the roles would have been reversed, if the roles would have been reversed, you know the outcome of that trial would have been absolutely different, especially in the South, especially in the South. You know, and this is this is how it would have played out in the South. You know, and and I I'll tell I'll tell you exactly what's on my mind here. (laughs) Let's go ahead and reverse the role. Let's say Trayvon Martin was a blonde-haired, blue-eyed white guy, all right, white kid, from from a suburbia area, walking through, you know, the same neighborhood, and let's say Zimmerman was a black man, right? Mm-hmm. And the exact same outcome would have happened, all right? They would have been dressed the same whole nine yards, just the races are different, okay? Well, the races are reversed. You know what would have happened? Zimmerman would have been killed before he would have gone to trial. You know, somehow or another, 
the the father of Trayvon Martin would have gotten a hold of Zimmerman. Yes, my would have turned and his head. Yeah. yeah. And then the person that killed Zimmerman would have gotten away with it for temporary insanity. Yep. And this sounds That's like exactly a good excerpt. And this sounds like a good excerpt to a YouTube clip that I will be using. That's exactly how that would have rolled, you know. But but the thing is, I'm as outraged. I'm as outraged as anybody else is with that verdict, because I'm and I'm looking at it from a father's point of view. You know, and it's just not and it's just not black people that are outraged. I'm gonna make that very clear. Yeah, I'll make that very clear. You know, so that's right. They, 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 the 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 numbers that I've seen, you know, just from the post on Facebook, you know, it is just ridiculous. Did you see that uh, that uh, protest over the verdict that they did in San Francisco? Man, they've had protests everywhere. I've seen that they have one in New York. They've had them everywhere. The one, the one in San Francisco had uh, uh, the the Golden Gate Bridge shut down. Oh, wow. They, that many people were piled on the Golden Gate. It, 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 there's a picture of it. I got a picture of it somewhere on my Facebook wall. I'll see if I can't pull it up, and I'll send it to you. But yeah, it, it 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 it's amazing, you know. But but that's just the whole thing, that you know these 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 people, you know, don't get and they don't never understand if they haven't lived it, you know. Yeah. Hey, I know you have. You know I have. You know. Right. And. <coughs> You know, this is a sad situation. This is a sad situation. Um, it is a parent. But you know what, what's even sadder is? We have young kids and young teenagers being shot brutally in cold blood every day in the city. Yep. In cities, and nobody's, their stories are not being told. Yep, that's exactly right. You know, that's 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 the bigger that's the bigger outrage right there. There are many Trayvon Martin that are being shot down in yep. cold blood in the in the inner city, in the suburbs. Senselessly. Senselessly. Nobody's been outraged about that. That's right. Oh you look at me you look at me wrong. Um you you mugged me. You stepped on my you stepped on my new kick, or you you disrespected me, or you 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 tried to you looked at my girlfriend wrong. Or, you, you know this little petty stuff. People, you know, people getting shot every day. These young kids out here, like I said, you know, like these young people like here in Indianapolis, all these young kids killing each other and then posting stuff on Facebook. You know, all this all this ratchetness going on, and nobody's getting outraged about that. That's right. And, and, and what they don't get, because, you know, they're, uh, 
excuse my language, but what they don't get for lack of being young, dumb, and full of cum, you know, all oh. this machismo bullshit, is that once again, you know, they, they, they're just giving ammunition to those that do want to oppress minorities, you know? They, they're just strengthening that whole argument. Like, you, you, don't, you wouldn't even believe the amount of stats that have came out, you know, since the Trayvon Martin murder, you know? And notice, notice my wording, murder, because that's exactly what it was, you know? It, you know, they, I mean, all of a sudden, all these people are coming up with, you know, that, like, since Trayvon Martin, in a month after the Trayvon Martin death, like 11,700-some, you know, kids were killed around you know, the United States by someone that they knew and this and that. And it's like, you know, the best way to make change is to come up with valid points. But when that valid point is at the hand of the people that do not want to change, that wants to keep, you know, those of us that are trying to make it out there from making it. You know, they, it, it, it's, like I said, just strengthening that argument. You know? Right. Now, why should we have, why should we hire minorities? Why should we hire an ex-con that, you know, paid his time, pay, paid his due time and, you know, is, is trying to make it nowadays? You know, they, is trying to change, better his life. There, there are them people out there, you know. They, they're, they're, yeah, we we all screw up at some point or another. Some of us screw up bigger than others. But, you know, there, there's guys out there that paid their time and are trying to better their lives and, you know, want to change and stuff, but will never get an opportunity because of these very things, that, you know, because... They might have screwed up when they were younger, 30 years prior to this job opening, you know? And because because of these because of these things going on right now, right now. You know, it's why these people are trying to change and trying to educate themselves and you know, be better people be better for themselves and be good examples for their community and bring change to their community, that they'll be held back because of all these idiots out there thinking that that is the life to live. I, You know, I remember as a kid, I idolized my dad. You know, my, my dad worked to the bone for everything he ever had. You know, and he always pushed education. My dad... My dad dropped out of law school after he got back from World War II in order to be able to take over the family farm after his father died, you know? So the odds weren't necessarily in his favor for him to become a success, you know? And as of right now, you know, my dad ain't in the best of health, but my dad, as of last year, was still in the top 30 wealthiest man in Puerto Rico. So, you know, why not look at someone like that and idolize them? 
I could give a rat's ass, you know, what 50 Cent or JC, Jay-Z or any of them are doing. What Kim Kardashian's friggin' baby name's going to be. Or whether he, the baby's going to have her ass or not, you know? I don't care about any of that. What I care about is making an example for my kid. So he doesn't end up falling victim to the very society that is making these things cool and bringing on these, uh, you know, again, for lack of better terms, you know, uh, um, behaviors, you know, these, these behaviors going on within our younger communities, you know. (laughs) <laughs> they try to rationalize, you know, that, well, why should I have to work for 10 bucks an hour when I could just take it? Well, I can go out here and sell some dope. Well, I can sell yeah. my ass. You know? I mean, they... I'm not keeping they, it real. I mean, I hate to be... I'm not trying to be explicit, but I'm just going... This is a late night show, and 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 one thing about it is we we are honest on this show. That's that's why I've been on my show from day one. That's right. And this is real. This is reality that we're talking about. You know, and for for those people out there listening, that oh that kind of thing doesn't happen in my neighborhood. Oh, it happens. It happens. You're just having a blind eye towards it, you know? Whether it's, you know, drugs in the neighborhood, violence in the neighborhood, you know, uh, theft, or even some some guy out there just a little trigger happy waiting for his target to come by walking down the wrong neighborhood. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? One thing I did love about the case is how it got overlooked. It was never brought up whenever they were discussing George Zimmerman's background. How he was rejected from the police academy for failing that psychiatric evaluation. Mm -hmm. You know? That was never brought up, not once. And, and you know, I think the prosecution, like, and you mentioned this. Well, I I think, I don't know if it was you or Michael that mentioned they did a poor job on uh, proving their case. They did a horrible yeah. job. Marsha Clark could have done a better job. Yeah, yeah Marsha Clark could have done a better job. I, I, t- I tell you what, and I heard this the other day, right in the middle of my discussion debating all my old friends and stuff. And uh, one of them brought this up. I don't know how much truth there is to it. Again, it's just hearsay. But, you know, it's something that if it's true, it can be found. And uh, that was that. He ended up mentioning how the prosecution didn't even want to try Zimmerman. They didn't have enough evidence. They just didn't want to do it, you know? So, I mean, is there a possibility they dropped the ball on purpose? Absolutely. I, I well, personally you know. think that they I personally think that they tried to reduce the charges a little too quickly, thus giving the defense the you know, the feeling that oh we got this one. But you know what, check this out. 
they are thinking about um, taking over this case um, federally. Yeah. Because to yeah, me, yeah, like yeah. Eric Holder was talking about bringing crime law to it. Yeah. And I was just reading that article before we get, you know, before you got on. And to me, I think it does need to be to, I just think that they just, if this was us a throw together trial, this shit was, uh-huh. was it. Like you said, like you said, it was just too many things that could have been brought up that what that weren't. And I just think yep. that I just I, no, it just was not a case that was thoroughly looked into. I'm sorry. Yeah, it wasn't. I I tell you what, it, it uh, I think that <laughs> if Mr. Zimmerman there ends up uh, taking on the deep pockets of the United States government. He's gonna end up going behind bars. No fans or butts about it. But but you know what? When we and I'm you know, I'm just gonna say this to end, just to sum it up. He either way, he he he's never gonna be free. No, no, God that no. man, that man, he's he's never gonna he's never gonna be free. He's never gonna be able to live a life where he. He, he's gonna be in prison where he's where they and, and to me honestly, he's worse off on the street than behind bars. Yep. Because when you think now, about it, what's he gonna do? What, 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 where's he gonna go? What's he gonna do? You know, uh, he'll be a greeter at Walmart in Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, hey, I gotta bring something up too on that though, uh, which I'm glad you brought that up because I can't believe I've actually forgot this. And again, this is going back to the whole point that there's a way to do things and a way not to do them, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's that people are really screwing up because not only are all these crimes happening in the name of Trayvon Martin, thus diluting the meaning, the meaning behind the case, but now people are going out and, you know, and again, it's just random, you know, calls going on. But, it's, you know, Zimmerman's family, like his mom and dad, are get, sitting there getting death threats and stuff. They, but they are getting... And I'm not trying to justify this, but when you have his, they can't be surprised. And I'm not saying his parents do it, but you know what? They interviewed his brother. Right after uh-huh. the verdict came out, and his brother was very insensitive, and he was pretty much an asshole. Like in the interview that they did with him on CNN, yeah. I was listening to it on, on Sirius XM on, on CNN's yeah. channel, and his brother. Uh-huh. That stuff, and I'm wondering if some of that stuff, you know, when they're talking to the media, some of that stuff is being brought up on them because of his, the brother. Um, his I forgot the uh, I don't know if it's his younger brother or older or whatever if he's younger or older but I heard that interview and he feels just because and it may be informed just because you get a not guilty verdict does not mean that you didn't do it or that you weren't no, a not guilty verdict is not an innocent verdict you know there's a big difference between the two all not guilty is is them saying, okay, well, we just couldn't prove the case. It doesn't mean that you was innocent of all charges. And see, that's why I want people to realize. But you know what? And I'm not, 
And let me tell you something. I am not justifying people harassing their family by any means, but they can't be surprised when you have people like 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 their son going out in the media and making these comments. It's pretty much it's pretty much like giving the, his family, Trayvon Martin's family, the middle finger. And it's yeah. just like you know, it's just like man, have some decency. And to me, I think right. you doing and you doing an interview right after and during the trial, like during the trial right after, it's just to me it's tasteless. Y'all need to be laying low, to me. And for you to be granting interviews and you getting on there talking about uh, the jury has spoken and and and. And this, that, and the other, and and I don't care. And, and for you and everybody else, they want to use skittles and and iced tea as a as a way of uh, of justifying this. You know, so be it. They they pretty much saw that he was the aggressor. He came out to my brother and, and this, that, and the other, and blah blah blah. You know what? This wasn't even three hours after the He's already on CNN doing interviews. And pretty much bragged about how his brother got off. Yeah. So, so can you be surprised? And I'm not just finding this, but can you be surprised that they are getting death threats because of because of his foolish actions? To me, I wouldn't grant interviews yeah. right after that. I'm sorry. I said at this time, um, we're we're as a family trying to get through this whole case, and I just refuse to comment right now. It's just not the time to do it that soon. Sure. And and, and I said, and if he's like that, there's no telling what kind of mindset that Zimmerman has. And I'm not trying to – I know people are individuals, and I know people have – but to me, it just almost gives you a foresight into – and you know what? Zimmerman was smart by not taking a stand. Yeah, he was smart by not saying a word. Yeah, I, I never heard that. I never heard that man say a peep until like I seen a clip online where they were saying, "Well, you do realize, you know, what you're giving up by not testifying and this, that, and the other." And that was my first time even hearing him saying yes or no or anything. I've never heard that man say one word. Yep. And you know what? That was the smart thing for him to do. It absolutely you know was. They would have ate. They would have ate him up alive if he would have, yeah, testified. Oh, absolutely, they would have. They they, they would have micromanaged every last detail coming out of his mouth. Yeah. You know, and, and but then again, then again, we are talking about Florida, and yeah. once again, yeah. Casey Anthony's out there walking. Because of Florida. Mm. And I was going to be honest with you. I thought somebody would have tried to get I, I thought, and, I, and I'm not saying this to be funny, I thought somebody would have gotten her by now. I, I did too, to be honest with you. I really did. You know, it, it, but, you know, at last I remember, her, her lawyer was... Uh, Hiding her, you know, and she. I remember hearing something a few months back, something about she's gonna write a book and there's a movie deal for it. Mm. 
You know, I don't think that that woman ought to get one penny over you a are. story so about your tragedy. So what, you, so what you're saying, in this country now, we're rewarding, uh, we're rewarding, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Dysfunction. We're rewarding, we, we, we live in a country, we live, live in a culture where we, did, we reward dysfunction. Yep. You can be a piss poor parent. You can um, do things that lead up to your child's death. You can do things that um, you can act neglectful. Yeah, that's that's what it sounds like anymore. If it's a high-profile case that gathers interest and moves emotion, they're going to make money. Yep. And and that's sad. That's that's the kind of culture we live in. I mean, but yeah, I mean, I just I just wanted to bring this um, case up. Uh, we had a couple of good calls before you got on. I just wanted to at least open up the um, the show and just talk about this case and stuff like that. And I just I just thought there was something right to do. Um, Month been pretty busy for me, but I just wanted to at least follow this. And at least get on and get an official uh, viewpoint of this out there. So, like I told people, let's just not get diverted from the real issue. We need to stop looking. To me, race. Not only, I mean, race is part of it, but I think that we we think that race is as big as it is in this country, which it is a big problem. But I think a lot of times. We don't realize that it's a class warfare. It's not about race as much as it is about um, classism. And I think a lot of times we get diverted from that issue by by race. That's actually a very good point. And, and the powers that be want you to the the, the top one percent want us to be divided. Because like I like I and I mentioned this on the show before. I said, I don't care what color you are. If you don't have money, while these people walking around here calling themselves white supremacists, but you ain't got a pot to piss in in the wilderness to throw it out of, and the people that you are looking down on you are more are becoming more educated and more financially sound than you are, while you sitting around here claiming white supremacy or you think that you're supreme, but you, you got to keep in mind, if you don't have money, you can't play ball with the upper echelon. You can't play. You can't play ball. You might as well. You, you might as well not even the game because you're not even. You're not even a player. You're not even a player of the game. You ain't been invited to the game to begin with. You, you don't have the money or the power or the influence. You no. cannot play ball. Yeah. It. it uh. It, 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 but but see that's where stupidity falls in because they think that they're doing the right thing but they don't realize the game plan behind it all you know and, and that's what I'm saying if you don't have money, you don't have the power you don't have the influence, I don't care what color you are, you cannot play ball you're all, you're all in the same boat but see a lot of people think because they got their heritage or they got that skin color they got 
they got something over you, and that does not necessarily mean anything. Skin color today, because you're white, don't necessarily mean that does not guarantee you that you're gonna be successful. It's about that. that it's about that, that. That almighty dollar. And if you don't have the money, you know, you don't have the access. You can't get in. That's right. People don't realize exactly. You know what I'm saying? If you, you know, I don't care what color you are. Money talks. Bullshit walk. Money speaks. Money trumps everything. Let me tell you something. That's right. Money trumps everything. Money trumps skin color. If you got money, honey, let me tell you something. You can get whatever you want, and you can do whatever you want. And people will bow. Mm-hmm. So let's not get so caught up about this race thing, or let's not get so caught up to think because you a certain race or your skin tone is a, a, a certain tone that that makes you more or less than somebody else. You know, so I mean that's that's the language that speaks, and I think we're gonna do a show about that. I really want to start dealing with shows dealing with economics and dealing with the power of money because a lot of people don't people don't realize that when you don't have money or you don't have um, the, the tools of economic success, I don't care who you are, you're not going anywhere. And I think a lot of, and, and I hate to say this, we got, well, I don't hate to say this because it's a reality and we need to teach kids this. You need to teach your kids that you got to get an education so you get access to the money. How? That's right. Keep your head, keep your head in the book. And, and you know what I'm saying you making other people rich, I, and that's why I'm saying you, we make we make all these rappers, and not even just entertainers, just movie. We make, we make all these people rich. We support them, we give them all our money, but they not they're not giving back to the community. They're not doing anything for you, but you you're willing to spend your money. Like people will spend their last dime, they'll spend their rent money on some LeBron James. You making these people rich, but you but you done spent your rent rent money. You think they gonna pay your rent? Hell no. You know, and you're you're absolutely correct with that. You know, that because we have gone from our grandparents' generation, the greatest generation. You know, we we have gone from that a nation of sacrifice to a nation of what about me? Uh-huh. You know, it, it like like you just got done saying. You know, people spend their last time on a pair of uh, you know Jordans or LeBron James shoes. You know, but yet they're they're sitting there wondering. Oh well, you know. It, I ain't eating today, but by God, I got these shoes. Yeah, next thing you know, if you, uh, they go without eating long enough, them shoes are gonna find themselves in a pawn shop. I know that's right. You know, but yeah, hey, I, I see it all the time. Or, or with the brand new iPhone the day comes out, you know, or mm-hmm. and they 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 forget what personal sacrifice. If they ever knew, I shouldn't say forget, because in order to forget, you had to have known. They had to have, yeah. You know, so. so some people just never knew. 
you know, were, were got a sense of entitlement because they were giving it to them all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they they. I tell you, bro, it it, it uh it, it it's something else. I I've worked for everything I've ever had, you know. And like the my most recent discussion with my wife, she's like, uh, what you know? The, uh, she she was like, well, what are we gonna do? And I said, about what? She goes, well, my my stepson, without mentioning any names, you know, my stepson is uh, getting his life. I said, okay. And she goes, well, how's he going to get a job without a car? I said, well, he can go buy himself a bicycle and ride it to work till it saves enough money to get a car. She goes, I wouldn't do that. I said, I had to do that. I said, do you think I was given a car? No. Yeah, I said, no. He he damn sure ain't driving my Ram, and he damn sure is not driving my Lumina. You know? She says, well, what do you need two cars for? I said, I don't. But one of them used to be my grandfather's car. The other one's mine. So I don't trust him enough to drive my grandfather's car. He has not proved anything to me for me to trust him. You know? He wants to prove something to me. Let let him go ahead and uh, get a job and sacrifice and find his own way there. You know? Till then, I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do to help. Yeah. Or there's always option two, and that's uh, you go ahead and talk to his dad and see if he'll buy him a car. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, but he'll never learn nothing that way. Yeah, it's, it's just sad, and I think that we, I think I'm going to try to do show about that because I think a lot of times we live in a um, culture where uh, we don't understand the, the principles of economics. We don't understand the principles of working hard to get what you want and starting from yep. the bottom. Everybody wants to start from the top. Yeah. Everybody thinks that, it, you know, they need to be placed yep. at yeah. Everyone, uh, as that old saying goes, you know, like, plenty of chiefs with not enough Indians. No one wants to be the Indian anymore, you know? So, and, you know, it, and it, it's all somewhere during the line, and it happened. I can't even blame the young, the young generation took it to the next level on this whole sense of entitlement. But my generation, somewhere along the line, started thinking like that, you know, and started saying, you know what, I, and it, it has a lot, in all honesty, it has a lot to do, this ain't excusing anybody's behaviors, but it has also a lot to do with the corporations, because, you know, we've gone from a society when in my grandfather's time, if you blew a tube out on TV, the TV repairman came and fixed it to where now right. it's just cheaper to buy a new set. Right. But you know what? It, it, you know, it's cheaper to replace the microwave rather than have it fixed. You see what I'm saying? Right. And, you know, we've just gone to that at disposable society where we've forgotten. How, 
how to do these things. You know, it was our generation that really boomed the whole credit card thing. You know, mm-hmm. it, uh, my 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 parents' generation sure as heck didn't do it. You know, they were still tight wads with money. They had credit cards, but they were tight with it. You know, but in my generation, we looked at it as in, it's here, it's now. I'll just pay for it over time. You know. Right. And somewhere along the line, from my grandfather's generation to my generation, we forgot how to save money to get what we want, just buy it outright, and instead, instead we want it now. Yeah. And that that's what's given, that's part of what's given this whole sense of entitlement to this younger generation. Because I, I, didn't, I didn't wear any, you know, fancy clothes or... I had one pair of Air Jordans when I was a junior in high school, you know. But I didn't have any brand-name shoes prior to that, and believe me, that was my birthday and Christmas present. They cost $120 back then. Mm. You know, and that was a lot of money back then. But, you know, I, I, I wore Lee jeans, you know, which were decent. I mean, they were jeans, you know. I I wore T-shirts. I didn't have no brand name T-shirts, you know. My jeans were bought at one of them dollars and dime stores, not Dollar General, but you you know the old school dollar stores that smaller uh-huh. communities had. And you know it, it's just how it was, you know. I I didn't get you know, and my family had money, but I was always brought up to work for what I want. You know? So let me ask you this. Do you think that yeah. mentality, like you were talking about the, uh, my, like the, just the mentality we have, do you think that has even bled over into how um, the younger generation even interacts with people and views it? Because we just live in a society, like you said, if it's broken, we get rid of it. We don't try to fix it. Everything just this and that. Do we even, our friendships, how we, is it, do you think how we interact with people's friendships, relationships with family, do you think that's just how people even, does that carry over into that too? Because I kind of think that sometimes, like, I think people, you know, in this society, okay, we look at friendships, we look at human life as something that's just disposable. Here today, gone tomorrow, no emotion. Um, You know, I I just think that we have become a, a people to where, we don't have emotions. We don't have respect for one another. We don't value friendship. We don't value fr- because it's 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 so easy to make friends, especially with this whole electronic era. You know, we can make friends. We can, we can like even Facebook has caused us to act like that because okay, I can delete you as a friend. I can I can add you. I can delete you at my own leisure. You know. And I don't think nothing about it. And I think that's bled over into how we interact with each other. You know, I can just cut you off, you know, instead of trying to fix a relationship, I can just cut you off and move on. Or I can just take your life and and not think anything about it. You see what I'm saying? So I think we might have lost. You still there, Dar? I think I had to bring him back in. Okay. You there? Yeah, I'm here. 
Okay, I must have just lost you. Okay. But yeah, yeah, yeah like I, I, I got disconnected, but yeah. I just I kinda think that they that's led into how we deal with people as well or how we interact with people, like how um it it bleeds up into our social lives. Like, um and I think like Things like Facebook, Instagram, where we can just add and delete people with, at, a, at, a, at a click of a finger. I, I kind of think that that's led into how we actually interact with people one on one. How we don't have respect for each other. We don't have respect for even life in general. And just like people don't have emotions anymore towards people. It's just like we have became a detached, emotionally detached human. Yeah, I, I I agree fully with that. It, it uh, I think that uh, the younger generation has, you know, through technology and all that, that literally numbed themselves to what we knew as society. You know, mm-hmm. I think that uh, I I really believe this that uh, if ever. There were, to, there were to be a worldwide crash of technology that, you know, our, our, the younger generations would, would be absolutely lost as of to what to do. You know, they, can, can you imagine a guy that all he's ever done was uh, play Grand Theft Auto, trying to figure out how to truly operate a rifle to hunt with? <laughs> Yeah, looking at it, where's the B button? <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, they, we uh, joke about it, but it's real. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, because of that, I, I believe that people do get desensitized uh, from, you know, uh, respecting human life, you know? They, uh... One thing that people need to understand is just that, is, you know, there's a fine line that should never be crossed, you know, with, of course, a few exceptions. I mean, if it's me or somebody else, you better believe I'm fucking away, you know. But, you know what I'm saying, to go out and take someone's life, because they looked at you wrong, or they looked at your girl, or because they, they drive a better car than you, or you like their rims better, or their shoes better, you know? That, that's beyond me, you know? That, that, is, that, that, that I can't even begin to comprehend that kind of psychotic uh, behavior, you know? And, and you fight over a woman that don't even belong to you. You know, you find a woman that only ain't even married to you. Yeah, and, and you know, it. it uh, I, I I believe everybody, no matter what race or re- religious background or whatever, everybody. I mean, we 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 do live in a great country. We live in a country where we're all one great idea from being the next Bill Gates, you know, or the next mm-hmm. Mark Cuban, you know. Uh, but, you know, it, it, uh, people get, people die around the world every single day needlessly. We don't need to be bringing that type of behavior into our country, you know, because by doing that, that starts 
nipping away at our freedoms. And there is no better way to control a free crowd than through fear. You know? And if a fearful mob thinks that by you taking away a freedom, it's going to make them feel safer, they're going to go with it, a.k.a. the Patriot Act. You know? It's happened all through American history. But, you know, it's... uh, And the... But people need to start taking accountability for their own act. Like I, I remember this morning, I, I heard a news. Uh, I heard on the news a story that literally made me sick, and mm. it was about this one uh, chick. Must I, I believe she's like early twenties, like twenty one, twenty two, twenty three, something like that, who had just given birth through her baby in a dumpster. It was an RTV sick. I can't remember if the baby died or not. I'm pretty sure it did because they wouldn't have. It would have still bothered me, but not nearly as much as it did. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and see that that there speaks volumes on this whole desensitizing of society because not only is a mother supposed to love her child, but we live in a society nowadays where there is no questions asked. You can drop off the bait. The, we, we, in Indiana, I do believe we still have the safe haven law, where you can drop them off in a, any hospital, any dang uh, fire station or police department. If you can't take care of the baby, and they'll, they'll, you know, they'll find a way. You know, they'll get the shelter involved and get them put through the adoption process. Through a family, be more than willing to take care of that child. You see what I'm right. saying? So there's zero. Absolutely zero reason for anybody to do this. Now you know you you, you can blame postpartum de- depression and uh, all these other things. Okay, maybe oh, she had God, a, maybe she was schizophrenic. You know, maybe you know. Let's let's make up every disease imaginable. Okay. Still, if you don't want the baby, take it to a hospital, drop it off. Zero questions asked. Walk out. Right. Get out. Instead of dumping a defenseless baby into a dumpster. Hmm. Hmm. I pers- I personally hope this woman gets, you know, at bare minimum, you know, 20 years to life. You know? Oh, yeah. I I, I hope she hey. does. To, to, put a, to put a baby in a dumpster where roaches and rats and... Yeah, you know, and if it was open, raccoons and shit could have ate oh, at yeah. this baby. You know, I I'll have zero pity sick. for this it's sick. And then you in a trash dumpster, you know it's hot and just ranchy. I just I can't even I can't do it. I just can't do it. You know, I can't it, do it. it, it. It it they they the type of stories that disturb me to no end. You know, where I, I would be more than happy to let the savage side of me out, and you know, put him in a dark room with me for a few minutes. That's all I'd need, just a few minutes. And you know, and I'll, I'll, 
I can inflict more pain than most people can even imagine. But once again, that's not rational thinking. You see what I'm saying? But, you know, there are some people that deserve that type of treatment. You know? For example, this here. I believe it's up on RTV6's website. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I, I, if I remember reading the story right, they ended up catching her because she disappeared from the hospital. So they had her name, address, description, photo, you know. They had her on video camera, all nine yards, dumps the baby in a nearby dumpster. And usually I'm surprised that most women, that they still hide their pregnancy and then had the baby and then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just think that's just, ugh, that's, mm. Hey, but you you know what? Maybe I'm in the wrong for saying everything I've said. Because there's only one true judge. There's one God, and he's going to pass the ultimate judgment on these people. Oh, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, as educated as I am in inflicting pain and the human body, I'm pretty dang sure that God knows a trick or two that I don't. <laughs> you know? I mean, I I don't know how hot hellfire and brimstone can get, but by God, I'm I'm pretty sure it's pretty hot. Sometimes they'll put them in their own personal hell, mental hell for that. You don't know. God works in ways we don't understand. Yeah, I I, I remember hearing that. I remember hearing another story last night of a uh, murder that happened on the southwest side. Uh, it was a guy, you know, a boyfriend, girlfriend, like I think they had one or two kids. She was pregnant with a third kid. And the guy just snapped and killed everybody. Mm. You know? And, yeah, it. They were asking neighbors and all that. Like, he had just, he had just, uh, the police were just there earlier in the week to remove him from the house on a domestic dispute, you know? And, you know, they they, they were interviewing neighbors. Neighbors were talking about They were always arguing and fighting and this and that. The cops were constantly there. And, you know, it, I, I don't know. I, I, I just... I don't get it, you know. I don't. I, I don't get it. I, I don't. I mean, I. I you know I, what? I, I don't get even more in those types of situations. And I mean, I. True enough, I feel sorry for women and you know, get get killed. But when you have kids and you already know this person's abusive, you already know this person with a mother or even if it's that, but wouldn't your motherly instinct kick in and say, hey, I got to get out of this situation for my children? So what? No, you right. Stay in that situation, and then next thing you know, your children getting abused, and then the next thing you know, everybody's getting Because you didn't want to do that job as a mother and as a woman and get out that situation. So you know what? I don't want to say I don't feel sorry for her. I feel sorry for her. Because they don't have yeah. that. Grown. You a grown woman. You have you 
you have your own will. <coughs> you know what I'm saying? And there's, and there's plenty of shelters, this place that support women that are being abused, but you don't want to be there. Place. And then your kids are the ones being impacted. Those are the only ones I've been part of. Yeah, they, they uh, sounds horrible, but that's how I feel. Hey, you're, you're, you're absolutely correct. You know, they, these, uh, it, it's their responsibility to get out of a bad situation before it gets worse. You know? Especially with children involved. You know, I mean, not not every guy in the world is rational. Granted, not every woman in the world is rational. I mean, it, like uh, old George Carlin said, I don't trust anything that bleeds for seven days and don't die. You know, but again, that's a whole different story. <laughs> but you know, it, it uh. You know, if things are that bad, there are plenty of churches, plenty of charities out there, plenty of plenty of safe houses out there that you can seek help from. You know, and you know, if, if things are that bad, let let material things go. Just grab grab what you can grab. Take your kids and get yourself to safety. And I'm saying this unisex. I'm saying this unisex. For example, for example there, there's plenty of psychotic women out there that, you know, beat their men and this and that, you oh, know, yeah. in front of the kids and what's up. So I'm saying this unisex. I'm speaking to the men just as easily as I'm speaking to the women. You know? Seek that help. You know, don't don't stick around. Don't think you can change them. The, the, oh, they promise they'll never hit you again. With a big puffed out eye, you know, and a busted up lip. You know, it, it, go 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 seek the help. Quit being proud. Quit quit thinking you can change them. Quit thinking, oh, what will my family think? Your safety and that kids' safety is priority one. You know, right. you got to get them kids out of that situation. You know, if you got to take them to your parents' house or what, so, you know, until everything gets resolved, so be it. But, you know, you got you got to take care of them kids. You had them kids. Them kids didn't ask to come out of that womb. Mm-hmm. Them kids didn't ask for you and that psychopath to go ahead and, Get it on and have a quick, you know, have a little quickie and the condom break. They didn't ask for any of that. Mm-hmm. You know, they they they're doing what nature told them to do. You know, and they were born. Right. And you know, it. it I don't know, man. It, it 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 things like that just disturb me. And, you know, it's the desensitizing of society where it's no longer, it's no longer your fault. It's because you don't have a good paying job or it's because, you know, you don't have a plasma TV or you can't get out of the, you know, the apartment you live in. It's not your fault. It's society's 
fault for putting you there. It's mm. your mom's fault for not hugging you enough. It's, you know, it, it's Bob Barker's fault for you not getting called out for The Price is Right. You know? Mm. <laughs> it, uh, you know, it, as funny as that sounded, it, it's being serious because we need to stop blaming everybody and start taking accountability for our own actions. You know, it, it uh, and that's that, taking that back to where we originally started this entire conversation. You know, as tragic as the Trayvon Martin death was, as tragic as this murder was, if you're going to go out being a thug and try to be uh, a thuggish vigilante of sorts and take the law into your own hands, don't do it in the name of this tragedy. Don't belittle this tragedy like that. Don't disrespect it. You know that 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 is that is that makes me just as sick. Because as minorities, the last thing in this world that we need is for those that try to keep us down to have more reasons to keep us down. And with every person that gets beat, that's another notch in their belt buckle because that's exactly what they want to. They look at us no different than animals. And if we start acting like animals, we're going to start getting treated like animals. Right. You know? And, you know, that's it, man. That's truly all I got there. I'm sorry I kind of mixed all that together, but... It really, I hope, had a point. <laughs> well, hey, that's why we love having you on the show. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we I know we went a little over tonight. I mean, uh, I don't think we're live anymore. I think it's just recording at this point. I just want to let everybody know that we're still going to be at the call. We got a lot more from the court. And, um, I don't know if you had anything else you wanted to share with the audience before we get off here. Oh, well, uh, still working on uh, topics and ideas for the show of 3XR. Um, The the 3Rs are religion, race, and reality, people. And uh, like we do here, we're going to keep it real there. The thing is, is as I've said a thousand times, you're not always going to agree with me. I'm not always going to agree with you. But you know what? We're going to give each other the respect, due respect for our opinions. Because we do have freedom of speech and the freedom to express ourselves. But by God, you know, we're not going to abuse these. You know, we're just going to, it's a point-counterpoint show where we're going to bring our ideas out and exchange them. Heck, who knows? Maybe some of you will change my mind at some time. You know? My, I've been known to change uh, points of views, you know, if the facts are there. So, you know what? That's just, that's just the evolution. 
people that say I'm never going to change my way of thinking, it is a, that's that's just flat out ignorant because people evolve over time. As you and this shows lack of growth. If you if you feel that you're not going to change over time, then that's just lack of growth. So that's right. I mean, the more you learn, you ought to you ought to change your your views sometimes. And you'll you'll notice that, and I've noticed that as I've gotten older. You know what I'm saying? You just you learn more, you see more, you experience more, and it helps you to understand the world more. So yeah, you evolve over time. That's right. You know it. it, it uh, yeah, you know, just a little food for thought out there. Uh, there are plenty of decent charities out there throughout our metro areas that always are in need of volunteers and help. Now, me, I've made, I've worked my tail off at work, but when I can, I do volunteer my services to help others. Uh, As you all know, I I work over at the Veterans Hospital, and I assist a lot of wounded veterans over there. And whatever I can do, whether it's driving to a certain place or, you know, a as simple as give them a push on the wheelchair to a door, you know. Uh, you know, living a life of service is a life of humbleness. And, you know, Christ is a very humble man. You know, they instead of following the likes of all these wannabe thugs, gangbangers and what so, Maybe maybe we're looking down the wrong aisle. Maybe we ought to be humble instead of arrogant. Maybe we ought to help another. Maybe we ought to extend our hand to a friend that may be too proud to be asking for help. You know, maybe that friend needs a shoulder to cry on. You know, and, you know, you, you, you can literally change someone by giving them the attention that they seek. You know, and uh, try doing one uh, one humble thing every single day. Try doing something to serve somebody else every single day. And you end up finding out that it's very addicting. You you can't stop after you start, you know. But don't expect nothing out of it. Don't even expect the person's gratitude, you know. Just, just try it and see, and you start seeing change in people. You know, I, I serve, I serve at a food bank. You know, that's one of the things I do. Yeah, it, it's, uh, you know, Matt. Now I'm in the process of helping a friend of mine get out of the hole that she's in. You know, pick her up back on her feet so she can be the person she once was. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, that's it. It's it, it just something that was on my mind. Well, Jr., it's ten minutes to twelve, and I just wanted to just wrap up the show. That's like to wrap up the show. Um, just want you guys to thank everybody that listened tonight, everybody that called in. Um, everybody that liked the status that people are going to be on air tonight. I just want to thank all our supporters. I want to also thank all our new supporters on Facebook, on yeah, on our Facebook page and our YouTube channel. Um, we've gained about six subscribers on 